everybody, this is your girl CC with Wherever Gives Magazine, and I got my co-host on the line. Hey, Mickey Monday, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good, C. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday to you, too. Thank you. We got a special guest on the line. We got my friend, my homegirl, a singer, Emily, on the line. Tell everybody who you are, what you do, and where you're from. My name is Emily Ballhouse. I am from Nova Scotia, Canada. And I'm a Christian R&B singer, and um, I love what I do. I'm also a mom. I'm a piano teacher, and uh, yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. Awesome. When I was checking out your new single, um, "You Are a King," I was listening to that earlier. So tell us about that single. So "You Are the King" was also uh, written and produced. Uh, and recorded down in the same spot as uh, Back and Forth was, my other single, um, down in Florida. And when I first heard that instrumental from my producer, I was like, for some reason, I could not get the Christmas theme out of my head. I know it's like, like see, uh, the fantasy for, for a Canadian is Christmas on the beach, okay? <laughs> Because we get snow all the time. Everybody else dreams of a white Christmas, snow. We don't dream of snow. <laughs> we live that dream quite well. <laughs> yes. So I was like, Christmas on the beach. And, um, and I, so I wrote the song and I came down there and I went to the right spot because these folks took this song to the next level. They, we recorded it one day and then they took what I did. They rewrote it went back to the studio the next day and they're like, sis, we came up with something else. And I was like, all right. I listened to it and I'm like, this is so dope. So uh, my producers really took it to the next level. Uh, it's about, you know, that the, 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 my favorite line in the whole song is a born in a manger, your own saw you as a stranger. So it's just basically talking about how Jesus is king, but he didn't come like a king. He didn't, he, his own did not recognize him, right? Yeah. He didn't look like no king. He didn't live the life of a king, but he's our savior and he is the king. So, so yeah, it's a really fresh, upbeat track that I think is on time with the type of year we've all had. We need that refreshment and that joy because it's real easy yeah. to not feel that right now. Okay. 100%, yeah. So, Emily, tell us, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Tell us for those, or tell those who, um, you know, are tuning in or, and are getting to know you for the first time, you know, what, what's a good song, you know, or what's a song that kind of really, really kind of describes you as an artist that you can direct people to so that way they can get, you know, the full Emily Barhouse experience? Mm, interesting. Um, I would say go listen to a combination of Monica, Mariah Carey and maybe Ariana Grande <laughs> and maybe a little bit of Aaliyah <laughs> um, one song I don't know like someone uh, someone that is uh, working out a collab for for, uh, for me right now uh, she like the only reason I brought up Aaliyah I never even thought of her um, was someone said she's like she's like you're an R&B princess I was like really um, and so <laughs> That's a, I'm not saying that I'm the, because I don't think I could ever fill her shoes. She was pretty dope. Um, 
but I guess that's sort of the vibe. And, and so my, my music is like, I, I don't have the typical sound that you typically hear in R&B. Like it's more of a smoother, clearer sound, but I, but I can write a rhythm. I can rap when I sing. Gotcha. Only life. Okay. <laughs> Actually, the tone away and uh, you don't want to listen to me rap. I promise. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, as for one song, um, maybe go listen to a combination of Before You Walk Out My Life and uh, We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. Maybe both of those. Put them together somehow. Okay. I like that. That's what's up. So that's my being, best answer. Okay. <laughs> well, everyone that's watching will, you know, will be able to, to kind of piece those together. Um, but, you know, since you mentioned that, you know, you're, you're a Christian artist, you know, um, and, you know, you're, you're heavily endowed in your faith, um, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but can you, can you kind of speak on the expectation of being in, in like the gospel genre, which the subgenre would be like R&B or, you know, um, if you could kind of, you know, just kind of touch on what it, what it's like to have that expectation of to always be on the straight and narrow and, you know, to be spotless and, you, you know what I mean? Like to just completely be angelic in, in your artistry. And, and that's what you also have to portray too, like 24 hours a day, even when you sleep, you know what I'm saying? You have to sleep, you have to sleep a certain way. So no one will think that, you know, you're, you're participating right. in anything that's secular. <laughs> well, I decided to, about that, my very first mm. release back and forth is pretty mm. spicy, actually. Christian radio won't play that thing. <laughs> right. But I was like, oh, well, right. I'm going to do it anyway, because it's a work that needs to be done. Um, I really think that there's only, well, I know that there's only two types of people. There's sinners with a savior and sinners without a savior mm -hmm. so the last thing i want to be is presenting myself as oh i'm a christian because i'm so good no i'm a christian because i'm not <laughs> because i believe what god says about me and it's that um i have fallen i am not righteous and that i need the righteousness of jesus christ and um we have a warped view of righteousness we have a warped view of good and evil and part of the reason why i'm doing a uh, i did back and forth which is a project uh, based off of the songs of solomon um it's a risky project because people only hear all they hear is sex 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 <laughs> and so it yeah it has that in there but first of all Sorry, God made sex. You're it's supposed to be in the right context. And that song displays intimacy in all its components, not just the physical, but the emotional and the spiritual and the mental. And so it's a huge undertaking to, to take on. And so I feel like I have a massive opportunity. The same radio stations, that secular radio stations that are still spinning back and forth, you know what? They're also spinning You Are the King. So mission accomplished, right? So they're willing, yeah, with open arms. I was like, I sent it to them anyway. And they're like, yeah, we're putting this in rotation like right away. Like, look how God, look at God. Like, God, you know, and so, and I have collabs coming up with not just Christian artists, but secular artists who are willing, um, 
you know, because I set boundaries. I'm like, I'm not, a, I said, I don't want to be a, a Christian snob. Well, I only sing Christian music. I just, I just wanted them to know that I am a Christian artist, so I'm not going to have cussing in my songs. And I'm not like, there's certain things I won't do, obviously, but it doesn't mean, oh, I can't collab with a secular artist. Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> and so, and they have absolute respect for it. They were like, oh yeah, for sure. I'd love to, no problem at all. So God is good. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's amazing. But also kind of just to piggyback off of what you said, um, who's one artist that you could see yourself working with? I mean, if you, if, you know, if you don't, if you don't keep yourself in that same, uh, I guess, circle, or if you will, like box, you know, who would you work with in the industry period? Um, you know, I, I don't think I'm opposed to working with anyone as long as, like I said, they're, they're able to be open to that those boundaries mm-hmm. um i mean i think what kanye west did with jesus is king is dope i mean yeah <laughs> who, who wouldn't work with kanye right now <laughs> yeah, like, yeah um i'd work with kendrick lamar okay. why not i can see that i could totally see that totally so yeah. well tell us about the simply music piano program Oh, Simply Music Piano. So it is a program that I uh, went hunting for and found on a blog. And basically it is about, um, it's a playing based method, which sounds pretty like obvious. Like obviously if you take piano lessons, the hope is that you learn how to actually play. But believe it or not, the traditional method of learning, which is what I learned on and most people who learn how to play the piano learn on is notation based. So basically, if you are not able to learn how to read music or not able to focus on learning how to read music in order how to play, um, in the traditional method, you're up poop creek without a paddle, let's just say. So, <laughs> and I, from 20 years of teaching, having the vast majority of my students be between the age of five and seven, what I learned is these children are barely, they're just starting to learn how to read cat and the. You want them to read little black dots on a line? Okay. No. They want to stare at their hands. They're still figuring this out. They have music in them that needs to come out. Mm. And so this program has real music from day one. It takes out the frustration of learning how to read music. You, they do learn how to read music eventually, but not until they're ready. Usually not until they're in about the fourth level of the program. So um, I love the music, which was really important to me because I figured, okay, I'm going to be teaching piano for some time to come. Do I want to listen to like dinky little like drill sounding tunes for the rest of my life? No, turn it off. I will stop what I'm doing right now. I will, I will not continue the demonstration of what I just started to spare you because it's not right. And people want to play real music. And so it has a variety, it has blues, it has uh, accompaniment, it has uh, classical and contemporary ballads. So there's no boredom. The kids love it. And um, yeah, it's, it's great. Okay. But I want to go back to your single, Back and Forth. And I only want to go back because I love the song. Um, Thanks. 
basically what inspired you to do that song? So I, I read the Bible cover to cover. I believe all of the Bible is important. It must be, or it wouldn't all be in there. And so on my third time reading it all the way through, I get to the songs of Solomon and I was like, what would happen? I was, I really started to think about like, why don't we touch this book? Why is it so difficult for us? And I'm like, well, the poetry and the wording is really deep. I'm like, what if someone took it and kind of paraphrased it and put it in more modern language? Well, but before you know what, I wrote spoken word poems off of the songs and they're basically done. I just have to get them all put together and recorded and everything and printed. And then I was like, why don't I write songs off of the spoken word poems? Because I'm not, I don't see myself going in truly in the spoken word direction really, but I do plan on including them in a deluxe version of the album. And so that was the process for that. Back and forth is song number two from, okay. it's based off of Songs of Solomon two. If you, if you look at that chapter, that chapter has a lot of immediately changing dialogue between the man and the woman and it's literally back and forth so that's what that's about it's about that exchange it's about that back and forth that reciprocation okay got you and congratulations because it looks like it's doing really really good i love that song thanks yeah it's, it's doing pretty it is doing pretty good i mean the fact that the radio stations that I have it put in a rotation back in July. They're still spinning it. I'm like, really? After all this time? It's, it's, I'm really oh. thankful. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So <clears throat> earlier off, off camera, we kind of talked about, um, you know, you social distancing, right? So with that being the new normal, um, we're like, what, you know, how do you see yourself navigating, um, you know, the industry with this in mind? Because, you know, a lot of people are, aren't, aren't doing live performances or they're not going out and, and you know, doing more events. So what, what do you, you know, what's your way to, what do you, excuse me, what do you do to combat that or to get around that and continue to like promote yourself? Well, that's an awesome question because a big reason why I'm here right now, shut in my art, error. Airbnb is because I'm taking a course called the Online Musician 3.0. I'm taking this amazing course from this woman called, her name is Leah McHenry. She has a legit career in a completely different genre than me, but who cares? She, we have a lot in common. She homeschools, I homeschool. Um, woman has five children, five. I only have one, so she's my hero. And she's, she's never toured in her life. And in her first year of putting into practice what she now knows, she became a six-figure musician, strictly offline, does not tour, sells her music. Wow. And she created a sister brand selling candles, and they're almost at a million dollars in sales in, the, in their first year. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I'm taking her course. So, <laughs> and I'm not even a quarter of the way through the course and my mind is going like this. Wow. So, um, I, oh yeah, I am committed to figuring out how to make a living online. I mean, that is how it's done now. Everything's purchased online. Musicians need to figure this out. We need to stop blaming the, uh, 
music industry and start figuring out business and we need to figure out e-commerce. Um, I needed the t I, in the last couple of years, I needed time to figure out myself as an artist and I needed to figure out how production works and all of that. So that was my main focus in 2018 and 2019. But now my focus is I have to figure out e-commerce as a musician because that is how you're going to sustain a living. It's not that I've been, I'm not open to touring. I would love to tour, but I don't want to have to rely on touring to make a living. And so that's what I'm figuring out right now. So, yeah. Hey, shouts out to that course. You know, hopefully, you know, then you could probably start putting out some gems and things like that for people to catch on to. So. Oh, I've already been passing on so much stuff to my friends already and anyone who will listen because, yeah, anybody who is watching this that wants to reach out to me, if you want me to help you know anything, for real. Maybe one day I'll have my own course, but I'm a long way from that. I need to master this stuff first. <laughs> wow. mm. so, so, what? I'll go ahead, Mickey Monday. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, um, so I was going to say, what makes your music more unique and different than others? Mm, you know what? I'm still figuring that out. One of the things I'm learning in this course, course right now is figuring out my micro niche. And uh, that, that woman uh -huh. I was telling you about that kind of st starting to help me figure it out about that with that comment uh -huh. when she says, you're like an R&B princess who can ride a rhythm, who can like do rhythm. I'm like, hmm, uh -huh. maybe I need to bring that out some more. Cause I guess it's a little bit unexpected with my tone of voice. Um, and a lot of people have said that I'm like, my sound is angelic. Uh -huh. So I don't know, like, I don't like, I'm still figuring out my micro niche. And as I think the more I make up music, make music and the more I get to know my fan base uh -huh. and what they have to say and what they, what attracts them to my sound. Um, I think I'll figure that out some more, but I'm, but it's a very important part of being an artist. Um, to understand what is your, what is that little thing that sets you apart from everybody else? And um, I know I have a very clear sound, clear as a bell. It's very distinctive. Um, and I, and one thing I learned from uh, a review, I had a professional do, he's, that's what he said. He's like, you normally expect a more, a warmer, breathier tone in R&B. But he said, you don't have that. You have a much brighter, clearer sound. So um, I guess that's the one defining thing that I can tell you, but I don't know what that, how to, else to, to, to explain that. <laughs> okay. For sure. We understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to ask this earlier, um, but then, you know, me and Cece kind of just both said something at the same time. But, um, seeing how you're from canada right so technically being by being in the u.s that would that would consider you as an international artist um you know just kind of you know having a different background if you will or like you know different cultural uh i don't want to say stigmas but like you know just just having a different flair to you right how do you find yourself um kind of navigating through you know, like the U.S. domestic um, music industry or like, you know, 
even playing, like having your records play on radio and things like that. And then also, I know you've done like more of like, kind of like Caribbean, you know, more up-tempo, you know, songs like that. So what, you know, what, what's your take on that? How do you feel about that? Um, I just, I love it. <laughs> I have, I have had, um, like all my, most of the reception towards what I do has been all over here. So Canada has a smaller population than the state of California. So it's a very, very small pond. Right. Um, and I'm back home. I'm a kind of a prophet without honor. So <laughs> like, I'm not saying I have no support back home. It's that's not it. Like my immediate family support and friends is huge. Don't get me wrong. But as for my support in Canada, it's pretty much nothing. Um, but I have to, I have to give homage to my home because I, the reason why I can, I'm comfortable in the, in the urban genre, if you will, is because I grew up 15 minutes from Canada's largest indigenous black community. And my mom took us to the church up there from the time I was small. And um, I know what it's like to be the only person that looks like me in the room and I'm good with it. And so while it's totally unexpected for someone like me to do something to like an Afro beat track, I love it. It's fun. I feel at home in the genre. I don't feel like at first, you know, like I never thought I could pursue to be, if I'm really truthful, I didn't think that professionally speaking, I could, I could pursue it just because of like how I look and like all of that type of vibe. But I've, but I've come to find out that's a total lie. Nobody gives two flying hot pancakes about the fact that I look the way I look. Oh, well. And most, actually, most people, like, I, people are still going, you're Canadian? I thought you were American. Like, nope, I'm not. I'm just one of y'all. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And, and you know what, kind of just to, just to kind of, you know, just come behind what you said on that. You know, you, you look at artists like Tina Marie, who um, were able to come into our soundscape and, and really, um, you know, inspire other artists of color to, produce music just like she would. So I think it really comes down to just how you portray yourself. And as long as you're not, yeah. you know, overstepping cultural boundaries or, or you know, not reading the room sure. or being a little tone deaf, I think that's really, really what makes, you know, what makes people gravitate towards you because they see that you're genuine and that you're having fun and that you're being real. And those are the kind of things that people can appreciate, especially yeah. in this day and age. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, yeah, you have to be true to the genre and you have to be true to your own sound and just show that music is one of those things that can unite us. I really believe that it doesn't matter what you're singing. It has to have soul. You can tell when something's done with soul, you know, like rock and roll is rooted in soul. Like you can tell like this, you know, like rock and roll should have soul in it. I'm not really a rock and roll type, but the type of rock and roll that I've heard that is soulful, I'm like, yes, I can get down to that. You know, um, yeah, even sure. in the world, genre of opera that I trained in for 10 years, I could always tell a singer that had soul versus one that didn't. 
And uh. gospel, like Mahalia Jackson, she could have been an opera singer like that. I could, I could have spent 10 minutes with that woman and she would have been a better opera singer than I would have been in 10 years. I gotcha. Okay. So what projects or yeah. what can we expect from you for 2021? 2021 well that is now going to be when uh lord willing god give me the grace that's when my full songs of solomon project will come out back and forth and will be included on that okay. it's going to be called the setup to love and um i'm gonna go there there's a lot of there's i just really feel as a as a person who, who came from a broken relationship god picked up i feel like i don't want to like just dwell on my testimony forever it's like, yeah, I'll tell my testimony. That's right. great. But I want to talk about where am I going? What do, what are people craving to hear and talk about? You know? So yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope yeah. to have that, that come out fall of next year. I think that's, that's realistic. Oh, well, let's speak. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. In the meantime, I'll yeah, have a she, lot of collabs yeah. in the works. I'll be doing a lot of features and stuff like that. Okay. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> so, um, Mickey Monday, are you ready to go into trivia? Or yeah. do you have any other um, questions? I think we can, you know, we, we can do trivia because I think Emily will, would enjoy that. <laughs> okay so we have two questions for you emily you ready yeah sure okay so mine is what's the funniest joke you know by heart the funniest joke i know by heart but yes. <laughs> a joke my daughter told okay well sort of she asked me she said um mommy would you rather be homeless or be broke And I said, I said, I think I would rather be, I think I'd rather be broke because at least I'd still have a home. Oh, wow. And then she goes, she goes, no, nah, mommy, I'd rather be homeless because I wouldn't be broke. Then I'd just buy a house. Oh, see, you got a, she got a smart one on there. Wow. She got a smart she's, one she's on seven. there. She's seven. She scares me. She's seven. That's how she's talking. Ah, say she taught you something just then. <laughs> <All right. laughs> mm. Oh my goodness. So, so my trivia question is what is a funny pickup line that you've either used or that's been used on you? Mm funny pickup line it's been a long time um sheesh i have to go back i don't know in another time zone um i think the i'll tell you one that caught me off guard okay i was walking down this walking down the street in toronto and i was not expecting it and i i look up and this dude was like, oh, now that is what a woman is supposed to look like. And I was just like, 
That's the uh, that's the first one that comes to my mind. Okay. <laughs> hey, you just went into blush mode, like, okay. <laughs> I think I have 17 layers of makeup on right now, so you can't see how red I just turned. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I still can see it now. I can still see it. And you had to turn your head out. It. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm. Wow. But before we get off, tell everybody where they can follow you. Um, where can they follow me? On IG, Emily Ballhouse. Ballhouse, exactly how it sounds. B-A-L-L-H-O-U-S-E. On Twitter, you can find me, as it says right here on my little camera, with my last name, actual spelling, which you won't remember, at Emily, B-O-L-H-U-I-S, or you can uh, follow me on my Facebook page, Emily Ballhouse, B-A-L-L-H-O-U-S-E. Okay, and where can I get your music? You can get my music anywhere where you stream music, Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, any of those places. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to say thanks for interviewing with us today. We had fun with you. <laughs> Continue your it grind, lady. So much fun with you. Yes, yes, yes. Continue your grind. I'm really, really proud of you. Aw, uh, and keep grinding. And, and thank you for all you're doing for artists, because, I mean, you you i don't know that anyone can keep up with you that i know of that i've come across that interviews as many artists as you do and your magazine holy wow how many people you have you you're putting work you are putting in work for real yes teamwork over here teamwork <laughs> yeah yeah really good to meet you mickey <laughs> Yes, it's nice to meet you as well. And thank you so much for being a part of this experience. Um, you know, congratulations to, you know, those radio stations spinning your records for you, even though some others won't. I mean, really, that's just, that's just unfortunate, but, you know, perfect for you because now everyone, no matter your demographic, no matter the demographic, everyone's going to be hearing your music, not just people who want to tune into, you know, certain gospel stations, like everyone's going to hear your music. So as long as you're spreading your yeah. message out there and, you know, the, the word of the Lord, then that's all what really matters at the end of the day. Amen. Amen. All right, well, be blessed and have a happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. All right. All right, take care. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.